but how's everybody doing today? Nobody's here yet. So this is the cannabis closet for those of you joining on our audio after the show. And we're going to be talking about news headlines today. I'm rolling solo today. So I'll be just kind of getting into stuff on my own. Just going to wait for a few minutes. There's Nex. What's up, Nex? I can always count on you. And I appreciate you. So I'm just going to wait for a few people to join. I'm rolling solo today because, well... We went to a concert Friday, and MJ had Friday off, and now she works today. So, you know, sometimes we got to (laughs) sacrifice to go to a dead-end company concert. Excuse my nail polish. It's all coming off, those of you watching live. How you doing when you come in? Say hello. If you don't mind, let me know you're here. It's kind of weird being solo. Uh, I don't usually do this on this channel. It's my other channel, and I haven't, I haven't done anything on my other channel in such a long time that I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to do. What do I do with my hands? I know what to do. We're going to get into some news headlines, and we're going to talk about the probability of your kids getting a hold of cannabis candies in their Halloween bags. You know, it's pre-Halloween, tis the season for all of these stupid, stupid stories. And so I just figured we'd talk about them. I clearly have an opinion on it. (laughs) So light it if you got it. Let me know what you're smoking on out there. I am smoking a caviar joint. So it's a mixture of things. What was it called? Do I have the bag with me? It's way over there. I don't remember what it was called. But hopefully, I mean, well, not hopefully. I'm almost done with it. It's it's pretty good. These get me pretty solid. And then I'm going to pack a King Palm, too, which this one is watermelon flavor. Um, but sometimes, you know, I don't pop I don't pop the capsule. Gas tanker. What's the profile on that? What's it smell like? gas tanker. That sounds amazing. I still take this time in the beginning to uh, do a little advertising. Uh, This show is sponsored by my company, CQLLC Consulting. Customer service CQLLC at gmail.com is where you can reach out. 970-426-5985. You can also just give a call. I'll probably send you a voicemail the first time though, until I know who you are. Um, So... I know that didn't sound very professional, but the thing is, is I do get, um, I do get robocalls on my business number too. So I just try to avoid those all together. So I might not be rolling solo the whole time. I'm trying to figure that out right now, but for now and for, uh, the time being, um, going to be solo. Hope you guys don't mind. Um, I'm just sending this link over to MJ. If you guys are wondering why I have this look on my face. So that she can jump on here as soon as possible. Where is she? 
just going to start a new one. MJ. Nope. And nope. There it is. There it is. So she'll come through when she can come through. Um, so holler, give us a holler, CQLLC, Cannabis Consulting. If you need uh, help figuring out your build out, if you need help turning around your business because it's not doing well and you think you're doing everything right, give us a call. We can help you out. We'll help you remedy your problems. Gas and sour diesel. That sounds amazing. Amazing. I just had food brought in and I'm trying to see how it's going to be delivered to me because the person delivering it does not want to be on camera. (laughs) So today I just figured we go through some headlines and then we're going to talk about some stuff, you know, the candy stuff, because it's important. Save the children. Um, I just want to let y'all know that five minutes before coming on camera, I heard the worst sound any pet parent can hear. And that is the dog lurching like it's going to throw up and then actually throwing up. So that was fun. Oh, oh, I thought, hey, what's up, Schnooks? Ooh, listen to this. Myrcene, limonene, caryophyllene, and pinene. Does it taste like Christmas? It sounds amazing. Also, if you guys just want to reach out to the Cannabis Closet, you can do that. Check us out, CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com. You can come hang out with us on our Discord. I will share that link in the comment section. Uh, If you're listening via Spotify or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or any of those audio podcast stations, uh, you can hit us up, CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com. Become a member of our Discord. We will send you a link to join us in our podcast station, what is Discord? Everybody asks. It's like um, it's like a '90s chat room, but it has like video, right? So if you can imagine that, that's what it is. <laughs> I know, right? It was the worst. It was the worst sound. I I do. I moved really quickly. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And somebody threw up. That's what it was. So let's see what is going on in the news. There's a couple of good things I saw already. Look at that. Uh, New York officials are moving to clear over 400,000 past marijuana convictions. Uh, New York officials advance home cultivation regulations for qualified patients. So New York has two headlines today. Uh, this is from normal.org. If you go to their homepage, N-O-R-M-L.org, you can find these stories. State officials have sealed nearly 200,000 marijuana-related uh, criminal convictions, and they are in the process of expunging several hundred thousand more. So this is good. According to an update provided by the agency at its most recent meeting, approximately 203,000 Marijuana-related charges are presently being suppressed from background searches and in process of in the process of being sealed or expunged. It's amazing. Good job, New York. Um, this will add to the approximately 198,000 sealing accomplishment, ac- sealing 
accomplished as part of the first round of expungements in 2019. So good job, New York. New York is among several states in recent months to take steps to either vacate or seal marijuana-specific criminal records. Illinois has done it. They've uh, expunged an estimated 500,000 marijuana-related records. California, nearly 200,000 records. California, there's way more. Y'all are huge. Uh, but good job. Uh, and uh, New Jersey, uh, 362,000. Last week, officials in uh, Virginia have announced that they have sealed 330,000 low-level marijuana possession convictions and another 64,000 misdemeanor distribution convictions. More than a dozen states have enacted legislation uh, explicitly permitting or facilitating the process of having past marijuana convictions expunged, vacated, or otherwise set aside or sealed from public view. So this is good news because... If we have, um, if we have, uh, what what do you call them? Uh, dispensaries. Sorry, I lost the word. If we have dispensaries that look like Apple stores, uh, then people should not be in jail for selling cannabis at all. Like, at all. That that should not be the case. So this is good news. Um, let's see what the other story is about for New York. New York's doing great things. New York officials advance home cultivation regulations for qualified patients. Um, so the, this is uh, for the first time they're explicitly uh, permitting pa- qualified patients to home cultivate cannabis. The proposed rules, which must undergo a 60-day public comment period, uh, permit the cultivation of up to six plants per private residence. The regulations will take effect uh, once the public comment period is ended. So so do you hear that? So if you are in New York, uh, there's going to be a public comment period for the advancement of these rules. If you don't have anything negative to say, then go say something very positive because that's going to help. Because there are going to be people that come on there and say, no, I don't want this. They're going to be like landlords and stuff like that. And old people, I don't want to smell it in my apartment, you know, all that shit. So, so go make public comment um, on this. And I mean, landlords are still going to have the right to say no to you and stuff like that. But it just, you know, if you're living in a neighborhood, it's not going to prevent you because you live in that neighborhood. That's not going to be the prevention thing. If you, you know, go say it, go say something. So that's good news. Go have your voice heard if you are in New York or anywhere or anywhere where cannabis is being discussed um, on on a legislative level. Go have your voice heard. You know, we say this all the time. Um, There's some activism um, call out here um, on the normal page. So go check that out. Oh, um, we said this last week, but New York employers are prohibited from testing most employees for cannabis. So unless you're doing like a dangerous job that requires you to wear like a hard hat and use heavy machinery and stuff like that, you're you're not allowed to be tested for that. We talked about those last week. So let's see if there's anything on this one. So that was normal, N-O-R-M-L dot org, if you want to check those stories out. And other stories that we talk about. 
These are all from three days ago. Is there anything from today? Oh, four hours ago. Feds must legalize marijuana. Top lawmaker in um, Nevada is saying. Psychedelics group issues first round of grants for community-based um, eth- entheogenic. Is that how you pronounce that? Entheogenic? I think so. Um, education in D.C. Texas upholds Delta. Oh, here we go. So we talked about this last week. Um, Texas is trying to outlaw Delta 8. I'm on the fence about Delta 8. It is a synthesized product. Some of those products are synthesized to test them, um, but they need to be tested and, and understood before we consume them. So there's where I'm at with that. And um, Delta 8, I'm still mm, not sure about. It's definitely um, a product of prohibition. And then what I mean by that is because they can't have, um, uh, they don't have cannabis um, legislation. Um, they have, okay, let me start over. They have some cannabis legislation in um, Texas, but it's a very uh, limited patient program. Um, I think there's three to five dispensaries. It's a high CBD, low THC situation. And you have to meet certain criteria, um, which are very restricted. And so it's not across, it's not as, um, it's not as accessible to patients in Texas. And uh, because of that, or, or anybody else, and because of that, um, then other options are made available. And those other options are the loopholes that we find in the hemp market that doesn't have regulation um, burdening it. And I, when I say that, I mean, you know, keeping it from doing the thing, um, regulations can be a burden, but they are also necessary and and they're not there in the hemp market. So it's up to the producer of the products to test the products. And there are some things that we just don't know about Delta eight having said that. Okay. So Delta eight is being produced from, well, is being said to have been produced from hemp CBD hemp product um, um, or potentially from the 0.3% Delta nine that they find in the plant. But it's, it's a huge loophole that they're finding. Um, Texas has outlawed it. Texas has said, nah, we're not going to allow this. Uh, The cannabis company hometown hero filed suit against Texas department, state health, Services last week arguing that it improperly revised the hemp policy this month to specifically prohibit products with more than trace amounts of forms of THC other than Delta 9, the most commonly known psychoactive component or compound in cannabis. In a ruling dated Friday and announced on Monday, the court decided against the plaintiff's request to have temporary restraining order imposed on the state. Subsequently, the hemp business said it will halt sales of certain products as it prepares for the November 5th hearing on a more consequential temporary injunction against the state. Um, These are the first steps in yet another legal battle over hemp in the state following the plant's legalization. Delta 8 has surged in popularity, particularly in states with more restrictive cannabis laws. So... Um, if the state has like no can no cannabis laws or no legalization at all, 
um, or um, very restrictive laws, then they're mo more likely to um, have a surge in Delta-8 um, purchases, consumer cons consumption. Um, you let me know. Can you bring yourself in when you're ready or you just let me know what you want to do, what you want to do. Um, so she's coming. Uh, she had to work late, so she'll be here shortly. Um, I explained that earlier and I'm sorry that you missed it, but, uh, I'll explain again. Uh, MJ did have to work late today, so she is coming through shortly. She's actually in the waiting room right now, but I don't know that she's ready to, I don't know that she's going to be camera ready, but she's here ish sort of. So I'm just kind of like rolling through some headlines right now on my own. And uh, I thought that today, because we're super irresponsible sometimes in that um, we didn't plan today's show. <laughs> and so I tried to find a couple of guests last minute, but it didn't really work out. So I just figured I would come on and do some of these actually really important headlines and, um, and see if she could come through. And then we could also... Um, talk about is there actual legitimacy? Have there actually been cases of people finding marijuana candy in their children's Halloween buckets? Since we're so close to Halloween, Halloween is on what Sunday? So oh, Sunday, move it to the thirtieth. Forget it. It's on. It's on Saturday this this year. Anyways, so I figure we could talk about that. And I pulled up a couple of stories. Of, you know. What I found was that the mainstream media is like, beware. And I was like, y'all ain't never bought an edible in your whole life. And then other stories are like, is this an actual thing? So we're going to get into that um, a little bit. But um, so Delta 8 is right now, it's um, being outlawed in Texas. They're, they're not the only state that's going to do that, you guys. And the federal government might do that too, or, or pop some weird, some different regulations because it's a, it's what we call an analog. So it's so similar to the outlawed product that it is considered the outlaw product basically is how the law kind of reads. And, um, and like I said, if they can't have Delta nine, then, then the state's going to be like, Oh, this is like Delta nine. No. They're not going to allow it. So, and, and we're, and you know, uh, I didn't do my, um, I didn't do my trigger warning at the beginning of the show, but any of the stories that I read are not from my point of view. And <laughs> thank you for the reminder. Um, and, um, and I, I will give you my point of view and, uh, and my point of view is, is mine and mine alone. And, uh, they're not, they're not necessarily the views of, the show. So can of queen at can of queen DGO at me there. If you got a problem with anything that I got to say about it, I don't have a problem defending myself. Um, but what I want to say is that um, businesses out there selling uh, Delta eight products, THCO products, and potentially even Delta 10, although that comes more naturally from the plant, but it does have to be synthesized because we can only get it in small. Anyways, in uh, small amounts. Uh, but, but people that are selling those products on their CBD lines, you got to be careful. You got to pay attention to what's going on in the, what the laws are, are, um, 
what the laws are stating and everything, because this can really affect your business. Okay, everybody, the moment you've been waiting for. Are you ready? She's made it. <laughs> are you, you're not muted. Thank goodness. I'm, oh. as, I'm as ready as I'm there. gonna. Where are you, where are you right now? Oh, nope. I lost her. See, this is technology. She'll be back. Um, so anyways, be careful. And if you're a consumer out there, pay attention to what the studies are saying, because there's not very many, first of all, that's problematic. Um, yeah. So just, so just, you, you know, be careful out there about what you're consuming. Don't, don't get caught up in the hype. So anyways, pay attention, uh, Texas right now saying no to Delta eight, no to Delta eight. That's a, that, that sucks. She'll be back. See, she's back already. I don't know if she's back already. Actually, it's just, it's just a white screen right now. So let's see what else is going on while we wait for her to come back. Uh, let's see. Top Rhode Island lawmakers signal that marijuana legalization deal is close with key issues being agreed upon. This is from four days ago, but I don't think we covered it. So I'll just talk a little bit about Rhode Island. We don't talk about Rhode Island very much. Do you know that Rhode Island is a reciprocity state? So I'm not sure what's in Rhode Island that would make anybody want to go there. And I'm not, that's not a slight. It's real life. I don't know. Um, but whatever it is, if you have your medical card, take it with you because they do offer reciprocity in Rhode Island. Are you back? Hi. No. Nope. There went on the floor. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm trying. She's trying. But now she's frozen. I'm going to like my joint. I'm going to pack a new one. See if I can get some better lighting too. There Your face go. looks beautiful. I mean, it's always beautiful, but. You know. Oh, nice today. My hair has been all over. I've been like wild and crazy. I told you that I put, I bought some new eye drops and I put yes. those eye drops in my eyes and it, my contacts up and I couldn't see out of my right eye for an hour. Yes. Yeah, this is fun. Don't buy the gel eye drops, people. They're weird. They're weird. And also, yeah. all of your clothes are too big this weekend. Yes. What the Frank? I was like, I didn't even work out this week. Like, Excuse me. Can we make a t-shirt that says what the Frank? Because you say that a lot. <laughs> I do say it a lot. It's and funny. I think we should make a character also to go along. Maybe we can name our yak Frank. <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to have a boss named Frank. And when I would say, what the Frank, all the other employees would be like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Frank. All right. All right. Okay. Got it. I'm ground up. I'm sitting. Me through my Hey, if any somewhere. of y'all are, uh, want to help us with, uh, some artwork, uh, MJ's doing it on her own. So. Any ideas that you might have, you want to join us in the Discord, like I said earlier, we can share ideas. We would definitely give you credit for what's going on. I met um, a new uh, person today that was like, um, we were just chatting and he's like, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk to you about mushrooms. I was like, oh yeah, totally. He's like, 
he's like, I just started um, my car. Yeah, I was talking about it. And then he's like, and he's like, I'm an artist and I haven't done anything in years and years and years. And he's like, and so he's like, I stopped drinking and started, you know, using cannabis more. And he's, and he's like, my creativity, he's like, it's gone through the roof. He's like, it's, you know, it's back. Yeah. And I was like, it's so, and I was telling him about the fact that I was like, well, same here. Haven't been, haven't picked up a pencil, drawn anything in years. And four, four, four. Sorry. Go four. ahead. And, um, and here I am, you know, after picking up some mushrooms, picking up, you know, and the necessity yep. and the fact that, you know, but he's also, um, he's like, I, I dabble in like comic book art. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep your name on my phone. Um, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so hopefully he'll we tell have, the show. We have lots of ideas and lots of uh, amazing projects that we're working on with amazing people. Actually, I had such a good phone call today with one of my favorite people. I'm not disclosing a whole lot. Uh, but, but things are, are definitely, yeah, in the works right now, um, for a lot of, a lot of things. And I actually, uh, I agree with you that we need to bring that person on to discuss a whole lot of shit. Would love it. Would love it. A whole lot of shit. Yeah. Um, it's a woman, of course. (coughs) So yeah so i wanted to talk today a little bit about the candy thing because we hear about it every year and i thought it's almost halloween so we should talk about it do you have plans for halloween look she's frozen like that isn't her face beautiful somebody take a screenshot um can you still hear me now i can still oh there you are yep yeah i can still hear you Um, well, I don't, you know, being that I'm going back down to the front range to drop off my practitioner tomorrow, I'm going to help Emily get her costume together. Marla's like, you don't have to come down for Halloween necessarily. You know, Emily's gonna be, um, uh, trick-or-treating with one of her little friends, um, uh, that lives in the neighborhood and goes to school with her. So they're going to, she's, you know, she's. Are they doing like similar costumes or, um, you know, they, she's doing this hello kitty character that wears Mm -hmm. a black, black hood. And, um, and he's going to be some kind of, um, anime character that he likes. Okay. So not the same, uh, characters, but in similar, I guess, genre. Was, Was hello kitty considered an anime I don't know. I mean, it is Japanese, but I don't think they have like a no. She said no. I don't think it's animation. uh, Marla, did you receive a package for us that we did not get while we were there? We're supposed to get it on Thursday and didn't. Kurami? Kurami. Kurami. Yeah, that's is the Hello Kitty character or yes. in that genre? Okay. Yes. It is a, it Got is it. an actual Hello Kitty character, but it has right. a skull. It wears a black hood and with a skull on it. I was very surprised. Hello Kitty right. is being diverse. <laughs> no. um, with, yeah. She said no. 
again. So I don't know what we're getting wrong, but I I would love to be right. No, I don't know. I don't know. She didn't get a box for us. No. Oh, no packages. No, Got it. No package. Oh, um, so our package is just gone. Sister, did you get your... Um, hey, your V9 grows in the house right now. What's what up? What up, Ron? I can't see what? any of our comments, I think, because I'm in the... Because you're in, in the... the yeah, guest. Um, she came in as a guest. Well, V9 grows is here. What's what up? up? What's up? What's what up? up? What up? It's your boy. And, um, um, my boss is next on my list right now. For anybody that's actually wondering what's happening. How this little baby. Um, I'm going to get I'm, in trouble. I got a Manitou Sour. This this uh, Nice. Oh, and I was hearing what you were saying about Rhode Island being reciprocal. What? Yes. Yeah, no, we don't talk yeah, about they've Rhode always Island. Been a, they all, they've like always been state. a reciprocity state. Um, they've always been a reciprocity state. Uh, I used to teach uh, in, so if anybody needs an education, an educator, call you girl, um, that's my specialty. But I used to teach in uh, um, the, what do you call it, in the area, uh, New England, sorry. <laughs> the area you know the area you know like so i taught um about uh connecticut laws new hampshire rhode island vermont massachusetts um all the surrounding areas like that and then we did uh new york and uh and new york and new jersey separately um because they're kind of close but not anyways so, but yeah, but so uh, Rhode Island wrote their laws like that. If you have a medical card and you're coming in from another state, um, they're they're going to be uh, more restrictive than their actual patient laws. But I don't remember those off the top of my head. Apologies. But I do remember that they are reciprocal. So you could go there and you can um, use your medical card and sign up as a temporary patient or something like that. Get your Right. Kind of like Oklahoma does or Hawaii does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's not going to be like what an actual patient in the state can receive, which is mm-hmm. which is how it is. And when you go to Vegas or in mm-hmm. um, Nevada, you can they're reciprocal. Also, just so you all know, even though they have adult use, if you have your medical card, you get medical patient prices, which means that there's the taxes aren't um, bestowed upon your back. Which I think is fair. I think that that mm-hmm. you know, uh, moving forward, all states should do this. We should yeah. Colorado. It's my if it's medicine. If I can go to a pharmacy and pick up my medicine in another state in an emergency or something like that, and because I can't travel with my medicine in this particular instance, then yes, states should with medical programs should be reciprocal, and you don't have to offer the same that you offer to your patients necessarily. It could be like a lesser amount is legal. Or something like that. Or um, you still, or maybe just pay a slight more bit and tap, whatever, whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Something, but but patients should be able to get their medicine wherever they are. If they're in a legal state, obviously, I think all states should be legal, but we're And not states, pay adult use prices and taxes. Um, it's ridiculous, man. It's, it's ridiculous because you know what? Again, what happens is there will be people or patients that take the chance that say, I'm not going to buy adult use. I'm going to bring my medicine with me. And they're putting themselves at risk. Yes. 
you know, yes. and so we're, we're telling patients you're legal until you leave somewhere. That's cool. Yeah. And also there should be more, um, you know, places like, I think, um, for smoking, outdoor smoking should be allowed. Not every, not necessarily everywhere in public. I would love that. I'm just, I'm trying to be, you know, be a person of compromise and understanding. Um, but like, you know, in smoking areas, there should be an allowance for people who need to smoke, you know? So if I'm visiting and I'm in a hotel, I'm not going to smoke up your hotel room. Right. I'm going to go out on the balcony or I'm going to, or I'm going to go outside. Right. Or I'm putting myself again at risk to be, you know, messed with by sitting in my car because that's where I I can medicate during the winter. Right. Or, or like also just doing it in your hotel room is also a risk. You don't know who's going to report it. You get that $250 fine that they threaten you with. It's just a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Um, it's funny. I got a little scare up here, you know, for my office that we, we work out of one of the hotels and, um, and a big story went out in their local paper that someone's going is trying to buy up all of the cheaper hotels or the lower, yeah, you know, the older hotels and turn them into employee housing, which is amazing because employee housing is necessary, especially in these mountain towns. The other thing, but I was like, at the same time, I was like, uh, don't kick me out. Don't know. I was like, there, that's all the affordable places for people to stay. Yeah. Literally all the affordable places, everything else is super expensive. You know, you're talking about, you know, the, the next you level up from a, your best Western. You live in an expensive place too. I do. You do. We literally for two people spent two nights in a row, like 80 bucks. For food. Yeah. For, for food. food to eat. And, and you I was know, like, I mean, um, can we go to the grocery store after this? Cause I can't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> off season. Yeah. Sometimes off season, they do some great deals. Oh, God, I have to show you what my dog's doing. <laughs> lady. <laughs> so cute. Go, lady. So stoic. <laughs> She's so adorable. Um, so yeah, it was expensive out there. I was like, we gotta go to the grocery store. And then um we left the the pizzas for you, Marla. <laughs> she and was the, like the... she's like, Where did you find the hamburger pizza? Just yeah, she's like that one's her favorite. And uh my favorite too. The Walmart, and she's like, it's different. Like when they're then around. It... Than when it was around pizza, you yeah, know, yeah. Like yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with I agree with that. It is it's it's different, but it is also still my favorite. But it is different. It is they the yeah? You know why? I think that Gen Xers don't like stuff that we used to love because they change the ingredients to make them cheaper. Yep, that's exactly how things work. It's exactly. And so, and we can taste the difference now. We're like, that's not what it tastes like. That's mm-hmm. not just, that's not just merely my taste buds changing over time. That's like literally not what that tasted like <laughs> at all. Yes. yes. Cheaper ingredient or a different, you know, chemical filler to replace, right. uh, you know, something, um, processed foods, 
are fun like that. They experimented on us, y'all. They experimented on us. It's not the same hamburger. It's not right. Exactly. They were like, we can go with it. It tastes similar. No, it doesn't. Totino's. Mm -mm. Totino's. No, it doesn't. Even, you know, I used to work for Outback when they were good, when they were quality, when that was like the nice restaurant to eat at. And, um, and now it's the level of chilies, you know, they mm-hmm. were bought by, you know, and uh, went into the style of let's make a big mass menu. Let's, uh, you know, diversify our greedy ingredients rather than, uh, you know, incorporate them so that there's, you know, like at one point we had, you know, you use this for this item and this for this item and it was still a different menu item but it cut down on certain costs. So you could, I don't know. It, and so now I don't even like going to Outback as much because it's not the same. That Bloomin' Onion is when... not the same either. I'm sorry. Ooh. No, whether, not, you know, whether it's how they're grown or where they're getting them. We're, or just, caught, whatever. we're just putting people on blast today. We're like, whatever, get it right. Fix get it. it. Right. Fix Gen it. X style. We want the yellow boxes back at Wendy's. So- <laughs> <laughs> And we want those fries in those boxes that we had back then. And we want the 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 salad bar, the potato bar at Wendy's. Y'all. Super bar. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. If y'all. When did those y'all end? never experienced a super bar, I don't know what to tell you. Those were gone before I hit high school, I think. I think they were still around in junior high. Have no way. We, I worked in Wendy's in high school and on my lunch break every day, I would get a baked potato and I would load that bitch up with everything. So it on the was bar. It after we graduated. So it, it had been to be 90, late nineties. It would have been late nineties, early 2000s. I, I would say probably early 2000s. Yo, what's up? What's up? Um, so I think I want to say probably late nineties, early 2000s is when we lost the, the, um, the super bar at Wendy's. That shit was dank. By the way, for those of you who don't know, you are listening to the Cannabis Closet podcast. Uh, <laughs> I am Canna Queen, and this is MJ, and we're here every Monday and Wednesday at 4:20. And today, uh, we are back from um, what happened. Okay, what had happened was on Wednesday we went off the air. And then forgot everything that we were supposed to do after that. Because then Thursday, we went to um, Denver. And then Friday, we went to a concert, Dead & Company. If you've never gone, please take the time. Experience that before the last three members leave this planet. Because it was really amazing and beautiful. Um, And let's see. And then Saturday, um, yeah, I just was hanging out with some friends. Like, it's just like the whole weekend. And then yesterday, I had to travel back here. You had to travel on Saturday. You had clinic yesterday. And I had to, uh, I was hanging out with a friend and then had to travel back yesterday. So basically, what we're saying to you is that we did not plan this show. We'd like to be honest with you and transparent. It's, uh, and it's she a- had to work today. Because yeah. we went to the concert on Friday. It's a manic Monday. Yeah, we had to, um, well, the, my, my clinic couldn't house us the days that I would typically have it. And then um, the alternatives were 
in the middle of my other week or the beginning of this week. So I was like, let's, let's, you know, I gave the practitioner the choice and she was of the mind of let's do this. And uh, yeah. so here we are. And it so allowed me to, it allowed me to go to the dead and come to me show with you. And it was awesome. And um, my chiropractor is going to have a field day with that because basically we were at Fiddler's green and we were standing on an incline like this the whole time. Like and, literally uh, a, 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 yeah, yeah. It was just like we were. And so, and then, so we weren't looking like up the incline, of course <laughs> we were looking down the incline. So like your toes are hitting the fronts of your shoes. It's hard to stay bound. My knees, I thought my knees, I was like, am I an old lady? My knees are about to give out any second on this mount, on this hill right here. Um, it was, uh, but it was, it was dope. It was, uh, it was super amazing. It was kind of a spiritual experience, if you will. I could understand why people would feel that way. Um, I definitely felt it. I, I mean, we laughed and um, I definitely cried. A little bit at some parts. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, I thought show. they did a great job. I'm sorry that I've never seen one before now because now I feel like I've been I'm missing out, but I will not again. I will do that again before yeah. it's all over with. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. It's just a whole, yeah, whole different era. Yeah. It's funny. I was um, a patient came in today and he's actually one of the owners here and um, and he's an old dad and he, he was just chatting. He's like, Oh, he's like, I missed the concerts for the first time because of all the, you know, COVID and the health. And he's like, just trying to stay low key. And he's like, but then he's like, but then. Oh, <laughs> now he's, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, I told him, I was like, we went to the show on Friday. Cause he's like, I heard they played at Red Rocks. He's like, I was really upset. They put those Red Rocks shows in after I bought those tickets. Cause we would have been at Red Rocks on Wednesday, Thursday. Or or Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever. I want to say hi to Saya and uh, Aaron. What's up? Seven. What part of the seven five seven? That's my stomp. That's where I stomp. That's where I. That's where my best friends reside. My, I'm not all my best friends. Clearly, I'm sitting here with MJ. But um, but like that's the it, you know in Virginia is where I met some really important women in my life. And it taught me the importance of having women like that in my life. So now I'm always seeking out those relationships and I and, and gaining to, them. We need to make a trip to Virginia. My one of my besties is out in yes, uh, we do as well. She's out in Richmond. Um, That's further away from the where we're talking about. Are you? Yeah, down Virginia Beach area. Down okay in that. Yeah, situation a, you know i don't know how it works but um norfolk virginia beach that kind of area but anyways it's it i mean it's ours but it's whatever you know we we don't mind driving on the east um what was i gonna say uh i forgot what it was i, I we do need to go to virginia that's what i was saying we absolutely do they just uh had legalized their medicinal program um, if anybody in any state wants to give us a, 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 a helping hand and give us a shout out, we will be more than happy to send you a little stack of our flyers to take to the dispensaries and um, to cannabis um, spaces that you're going into. Um, introduce us to your fams. 
out yeah, there. Yeah, we'd be happy to it. come out and do educations, uh, town talks, whatever. Uh, yeah. I feel like we like it. Just the conversations um, that could be had, how it's coming into your community, how you know, be ready for it because adult use follows quickly behind. Follows and, always. Not always, you know, but mostly. And, uh, mostly. Well, I mean, that's, uh, is it always? Not always. It's at least it's at least attempted on several I, levels. Attempted. After. I, I, but that's the thing is like, especially the ones that do a shit job of really doing a good medical program, I feel like they're not, you know, they're either going to fuck up their adult use or just fuck up everything. Yeah, you know, it's just done in a different mindset with a different, um, you know, agenda. Here was education, yeah. education first. That yeah, oh. education, product, product capability, and then you know. Uh, you just made me think of something. There is a there is a um, an upcoming event in Missouri. Actually, it's a hiring event. So let me find the poster for that. I I don't have it to share, but I will I will tell y'all about it. And I'll share it. I'll, I have shared it on the page, but I'll share it on the Facebook page again, too. It's a cannabis uh, job fair and expo. So you were just talking about that. And I would just it just made me think of that. It's November 13th. So mark your calendars. Um, it's 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It is in Kansas City, Missouri at the Black Archives of Mid-America. Uh, there's going to be hundreds of job availability. People are going to be there interviewing and taking resumes uh, they're going to be grow stores, breeders, also um, cultivators, delivery, manufacturing, dispensaries. So if you're in the Missouri area and you're interested in that kind of thing, um, looking for new job opportunities, that's the place to be. Even if, hey, listen, if you're in Missouri, in Kansas City, and also in, in, in Missouri in general, I don't know how long it takes to get from other places, but I know from St. Louis, it's only like four hours. I say that lightly because I like to drive a lot. But what I will say is in those spaces, you can have conversations with people. So even if you're not looking for a job necessarily, but, um, you know, you're just looking to be uh, more involved in those spaces you can meet people and have those conversations in that area in that space so go check your that community. out go support those businesses that you might frequent or tell your friends about you know like it's yeah. all we are a community um in itself um as far as you know the, then you have the patients then you have it, it just really um can unite us in ways yes. i mean i've i've connected patients like would it be okay if this patient contacted you? This patient is looking for, you know, uh, they're, they're in recovery and don't feel like they have capability to meet people. They're not super technology, social media people, and, you know, and right. I, I would love to put together meet and greets and have, a, you know, in spaces, because especially in some of these rural spaces out in Craig and, you know, Hayden and, Ma, you know, in the, in the right. Moffat County area where, um, there are still patients, but they don't have those opportunities to meet. And especially if they're, again, in recovery, they're not going into the bars. They don't, you know, and then meeting people that are, you know, like-minded. So right. um, it's really hard, especially in smaller, you know, less populated areas. And so. Mm -hmm. and, um, I always want to do something that's community involved. And I feel like I travel so much that I'm not 
enough involved in my own community, but it is also a small community. And you and I uh, and Dr. B actually tried to get something going here several, like several years ago, back, back in the day, back in the beginning. And nobody was really interested. I wonder if the climate has changed now. I'm just, I'm just not, um, I, I, I always say I want to be more invested in the cannabis community here in my, in my, in my area. Cause I'm so invested in the cannabis community overall. And I do go into a lot of different spaces and different States and do the things. And so, yeah, I have to make it a bigger effort here when I, I, when I am here. And that's how I feel just even in, um, you know, my state in my area, um, you know, and where I live, the clinic areas that we have, um, like I would love to hang out with some of my patients. I'm like, we have some pretty cool freaking people, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that a lot of my patients know each other, you know, um, because of where we live and how we live. Um, but then there's just even more, I would, I don't know. I'm like, I would, I've talked about it, I guess, but then also I get very, introverted and I'm like okay that I'll show up to a, an event but yeah I, I'll I, show up do I do right, I have but to plan it um I think I, so you know, I think I think so I think I so to happen, I'm gonna have to plan it yeah right um I, I that's think that's that's the feeling I have like, around oh, here yeah and I'm like what if no one shows up but <laughs> the conversation I had today with the person that I had it with some of y'all gonna know who it is just based on what I'm about to say but I had a conversation with, um, with, with a person today, uh, who I absolutely love. And, um, that person always gives me a spark. Like, I feel like she always lights the fire that I need her to light. And like, yes. So anyways, um, it was, it was, yeah, it was a, I, I love talking, but, but also it makes me think about like, what am I doing in my own community to, to be the person that I am for these other communities and, um, showing up the way I need to. Right. Right. Um, right. And also being more involved in the things that I'm already involved in. Like, I really right. do want that, you know? So yes. Yes. I'm going to do better, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We, we just, we did, we need to do the van life, just tour around. We'll start yes. making, yeah, you know, like start making loops, mm-hmm. making loops and uh, pulling into places. Um, we could make that happen. We could make that happen for sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what I came on here and told everybody we we're going to talk about today, which is what? Are your kids going to find candy that has cannabis in it in their Halloween bags? Every year we get a warning about it. Hi, what are you doing? Come say hi. Okay. Oh, now you've knocked something over. Good job. Now get out. Um, so, so we always hear these stories. They're local news channels their um their mainstream media stories we always see them um uh you know about be careful the police are warning um so i'm actually going to start with uh 
a um, myth busting site. I haven't looked at any of these, by the way. So I'm going to be as surprised as you are if I find out that people are putting this expensive ass candy in some kid's basket. For what? For what? And also, like as a parent, have you found this in your kid's bag ever? Trick or treating? Especially, are you in a legal state and then you found candy in your bag that wasn't supposed to be in there? Your shoes should be checking the bag before you let your kid go through it. We right. did just do that story about that South Carolina woman. A that teacher, yes, yes. And so it made me also kind of want to do that, talk about this too, because what <laughs> you know? I mean, so in our in our generation, it was the razor blades and the candy, and take and your the candy, and the yeah. The if it was shape. even a, y'all. You know how Bubba, how the bubble the bubble the one that loses its flavor in five seconds. You know how it's wrapped in the little wax paper, and then the wax paper comes a little loose. Do you know how much gum I lost because of the eighties? Like, really, too much got thrown away because of these hype stories about there was never anything. They oh, literally the open wrapper. I actually had this discussion with my husband and I don't think he, his parents went through that hysteria with him. And I was like, are you kidding? Cause he's the same age as we are. And I was like, are you kidding? My parents were like checking my candy and taking shit away. If it was a little bit open, like I people mean, were out there parents- just killing kids, like people were just out there murdering children with razor blades and, and, and little, and little pin needles. We were in Oklahoma, so I feel in our neighborhood, we everyone knew everyone. So I feel like our parents would look at our candy and they were aware of it, but they were like, Yeah, I moved around a lot. I'm an army brat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we did live in neighborhoods where there was a bunch of army people, but like it was like, Yeah, we knew people, you know, but like we moved every three years or so. Right, right. So, so yeah, it just I mean, and maybe in certain areas, maybe in in uh, in different areas that uh, that is uh, it was more, and that's why the um, myth or what the, I want to know, you know hysteria got started. Like, what I want to know is what sadistic baby boomer came up with this bullshit reason to steal your children's candies? Just just take it while they sleep, and you don't have to make a reason for it. Like, no, I gotta I gotta inspect your candy. And then I got to take all of this candy, this much of it, from because it might be because it might be dangerous. <clears throat> That's suspect. Um, so I guess uh, yeah, this whole uh, cannabis candy in your kids' Halloween stash. <clears throat> Are they, yeah, and I guess that's the thing is like uh, someone homemaking them and dropping it, yeah. Like, are you getting a homemade caramel apple? Are you, is it the, uh, you know, um, it's not like they, I mean, you're, you're not going in their house and eating the candy in there. Where I would say that there could be, be potential danger packaged. in that, where like if somebody's giving you unpackaged food or food that they made in there, I'm, I don't want to say that, anyways. Trigger warning, I was going to talk about predators, but it's, you know, I guess be scared about that. But I did too from the, there was an older lady down the street. She was like a grandma type. 
Um, she had a granddaughter who was born on the same day as me. So like I was friends with her granddaughter when her granddaughter came into town, we hung out and she did the caramel little, <laughs> um, caramel balls, the popcorn balls. They were delicious. <laughs> Y'all I ate that shit. Are you kidding? So um, uh, I, would eat it, I would eat it medicated too. Snopes um, to the rescue, y'all. Um, published today. <laughs> today. The headline reads, Marijuana Edibles, Halloween Candy, and a History of Hysteria. We didn't find a single case of a, perp- of a person purposely giving children marijuana edibles on Halloween in an attempt to harm them. Because how, why? What? What is the purpose? It. I mean, it's not like can you see this a like, Criminal Minds episode. The, They're the, not going to. The you're not going to kill that, them. That follows them around, watching to see what the cannabis candy does to the kids. They're gonna go sleep. That's what they're gonna do. They might cry a little bit. They might puke. I literally. That's it. That's it. They're gonna sleep in the next day. Everybody's gonna have a great uh, next day because the kids gonna sleep all day. I haven't seen a caramel ball in forever uh, either. And uh, it's, yeah, I don't remember things often from my childhood, but that did, that did hit a little memory spot for me as well. But um, yeah, like, hey, listen, if anybody should have been scared of taking uh, unpackaged food, it should have been children in the 80s. Okay. And most of us are fine. It's fine. I don't think, honestly, if Snopes did a story on this, that they would find a single story of somebody actually getting pins and razor blades in their fucking candy. They went so far, listen, they went, I was going to say this earlier and I lost my train of thought, but they went so far in some places they would have uh, the police, you could go to the police station and have your Halloween candy scanned. So you could go to the hospital. They'd run it like because hospitals can afford like an that X-ray and have, machine and have time to just you know oh what's X-ray candy? Not now. And you then, can't go to a hospital. Don't and then do let's, it. Let's give It'll you like, back the X-ray candy. Yeah, you could go to police stations and then you would like pour your bag of candy on the conveyor belt, and they would x-ray it because that's safe through the airport terminals like that kind of through yeah yeah but but the one in the 80s so yeah (laughs) that's probably like we probably all got radiation or some shit from that i don't know i don't know how those things work (laughs) so snow says um let's see uh as halloween approached the as Halloween approaches 2021, this, I know, very safe. Nothing in the 80s was safe. We still had lead paint. That's real. Um, <laughs> a police department in Pennsylvania warned parents to be on the lookout for marijuana edibles in their children's trick-or-treat candy hall. According to the ABC News affiliate, uh, the warning came on the heels of a traffic stop that resulted in the confiscation of a few marijuana edibles that look similar to, okay. So here's their mindset. I'm just going to pause. Here's their mindset. It looks like something that you get at the grocery store and give to your children. So it must be that somebody's going to put that in your child's bag. Listen here. There's a huge difference in the cost of uh, the, the sour patch kids you get at, 
uh, the Costco, okay, or whatever, the city market, the Safeway, and the ones you get at your local dispensary, or make yourself even. People don't uh, even give out full size candy bars. So let's, like, uh, yeah, why you think like, they're yeah. going to give you your Digress. <laughs> Digress for a moment. People don't even give out full size candy bars. You can buy them three for a dollar at some grocery stores. They won't even do that. Do you think for a fucking second that that $25 package of gummies is going to end up in your eight year old's bag? You wish. You fucking wish. If I'm a, if, when I'm a millionaire, you can come trick or the adults can come trick or treat to our house and hey, we will give you medicated me. edibles. <laughs> when I have access to my millions, adults come, only. <laughs> bring your bring your trick or treat bag to my house, adults, because we'll do some adult trick or treat. Hey, what's your flavor? <laughs> like, like, do you like chocolate or do you like gummies? And so funny. Yeah, we can even talk savory for those that don't want to. Do oh, sugar. or do you want some beef jerky? Jerky. Don't fuck around. You wish. Yes, you wish. So you could be examining the kids' package. We could do it. We could do it. Yep. Yep. We'll let y'all know. We'll let y'all know when um, our Mega Millions uh, hit, and we are having an adult trick or treating. Um, full-size candy edible uh yes i'll give your kid a full-size candy bar and i will give you something to counteract that sugar high for yourself because it's going to take a lot of calmness here's your full-size candy bar hey baby come here here's your full-size candy bar too yep Ain't nobody going to do that. That shit costs too much. It's too much money. Okay, so this says uh, the police director, I'm not even going to say the place, the place where it's in Pennsylvania. Uh, The police director of public safety said, unfortunately, there's a lot of sick and evil people out there. And this is the, I don't know why I gave him this voice, but just bear with me. Uh... (laughs) But this is the world we live in. This is how I imagine he talks, you know, like who knows where these things could have wound up. People think that's listen, if it happens, it was a complete fucking accident. It was like, where the fuck? I'm like, I know where my, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like, I know, I know where my stuff is. You know where they are. (laughs) You know where they are. You just do. You're not putting them in with this. It's just not happening. Um, people think it's funny. And they're going to put them in Halloween bags and not realize that you could have had a child now that could have reacted to it. I mean, it's just, it's people think it's funny. Who, who people what's think funny, it's funny about spending $25 on somebody that's not going to enjoy the high and is not going to. Yeah. And that you're most likely going to have an emergency situation with and give us a bad name. Because kids are, yeah, again, parents are going to know why. It's going to entice the people that push that stigma. It's going to entice their beliefs. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I can, I can, now I can see a, 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 you know, a a hater being like, you know, going through the steps to create a situation so they could be like, see, see. Okay, so Snopes goes into the whole history of it. They're like, is this a rumor or is this like 
is this like uh what do you call it urban legend so decades of rumors the claim that kids are in danger of receiving marijuana tainted candy on halloween has been around as long as marijuana infused candy has been around uh throughout history marijuana edibles have been y'all about to learn something today we all are let's just do it uh (laughs) Marijuana edibles have been largely homemade concoctions starting uh, around 2000 BC when cannabis deemed one of the five sacred plants in the Veda was mixed together with nuts and spices to make a drink called bang. That's where anyways, that's the history. That's where they got their edibles name from, by the way. Um, pretty sure <laughs> spelled the same, all that stuff. Anyways, uh, edibles first gained popularity in the United States in the sixties. Thanks in part to, uh, hashish fudge recipe, Alice, uh, people that she's got a history. There's people that know a lot about her, but, um, Alice B. Toklas cookbook. She was like, she would go around and hand out to adults, not to children. Um, Chowhound described Tokla's recipe as a raw granola bar made with black peppercorns, nutmeg, cinnamon, coriander, de-stoned dates, dried figs, shelled almonds, peanuts, and sativa cannabis, which is pulverized and combined with a cup of sugar and dissolved in a large serving of butter. Dang, y'all get to cooking. I know who's taking notes and making this. Get on it. Um, Edibles have come a long way since the raw granola bar, but when California became the first to legalize medical uh, cannabis, we're just going to call it cannabis, um, in 1996, the edible was largely related to baked goods and tinctures that could be added to tea. In other words, products that couldn't be mistaken for Halloween candy. But by 2010, medical edibles dubbed Medibles were being advertised in newspaper, and they do look like the candy, right? They look like gummy bears. They look like Sour Patch Kids and shit like that. Because that's how some were making them. They're just spraying out, or you know, over it a little and re- silicone. Re- yeah, not melting down, recreating all that jazz. Just yeah, yeah. They like- weren't. Yeah, they weren't even doing the meltdown and remolding them. They were just spraying them with the oils. So they were just spraying them with the oil. It's not. Don't do that anymore. There's too much technology. Okay. Um. When these candies first started appearing, so did the warnings about the candies. Uh, The L.A. Police Department in 2010, October 2010, uh, confiscated THC-infused candies and snacks from local dispensaries. So they went in and raided the place, took all that stuff. Uh, A few days before, the city voted on legalizing cannabis, which did not pass at the time. Um, they issued warnings about marijuana edibles getting mixed up in children's candy bags. Alert issued on pot-laced treats. That was the headline. Uh, they started searching for cases of children who had accidentally ingested cannabis uh, edibles from like getting it in their candy bags and stuff. They couldn't find a single case. So, yeah, I mean, uh, most likely they would go to their parents would take them to a hospital and that hospital. Right, right away. Would, would, and they would, would have to document it out. and report it. Yeah. Right. They would have it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's an urban legend. I mean, like like I was saying before, these urban legends date back to way back when. Like, it's not even 
it's back. You know, we had these urban legends as when people started putting candy in bags for children. Okay. In the seventies, um, there's an urban legend that says that a father was convicted of murder after they added cyanide to pixie sticks. Um, yeah. So go check out snopes.com. It's a, I just, I just did a search that said, Hey, I didn't say, Hey, um, are there, I just want to know, are there cases of finding marijuana edibles in Halloween candy? And Snopes is known for reporting the truth. So we found two cases that said, so this is um, their research. In their research, they found two cases that somewhat resemble this rumor, but neither case involved ill-intentioned neighbor or anything like that. In 2019, Police in Nova Scotia reported that a parent found a cannabis edible in their children's candy. Police do not provide any information about how the edible got there or whether or not it contained uh, THC. It wasn't tested. Um, it states that the child was trick-or-treating in a group and no other children in the group received that candy. In other words, there's no evidence that this was intentionally placed. I mean, good Lord, y'all. It just, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Nobody's got that kind of money. Rich people don't even have that Dude, kind of money. How about this unintentional shooting that Alec Baldwin, that occurred with Alec Baldwin? What is Oh, yeah, we'll talk about, let me just say the second one real quick, because I know you wanted okay. to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, in a 2018 case, five children in Arizona got sick, but a 12 year old had accidentally brought those gummies to school. So that 12 year old went into their parents stash, lock it up, everybody lock it up and took it to school, probably thinking they was just regular candy, like, Ooh, candy. Right. So that is the problem that (coughs) the States are having. And a lot of states are like requiring that things like gummies and such like that are not shaped in those shapes that children are right. attracted or are to. Or are stamped. Or are stamped. Right. And like are stamped. The... Individually stamped even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just, you know, be careful, but you're not likely to find some free gummies in your child's bag. And honestly, um, if... If a parent found, like, that's what, what you were saying about the hospital reports. If a parent found in their bag, they'd probably just be like, mm, mine, that one's not good. That one's got needles in it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, this is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, you know. So, or, yeah. Um, or, yeah. yeah, it's not going to happen. Y'all aren't going to find that candy. Go, you got to go get it yourself. You do. It's, it's what's, it's what's up. Um, you wanted to talk about that. So trigger warning, everybody, we're about to talk about death, which is taking a, a, a full left turn. Um, probably would have done it in the beginning of the show, but she wasn't here yet. And it was something that you wanted to talk about. So Dude, how does this happen? I mean, and I, the only reason why I was talking about it earlier is because it was on the news. Um, they were talking to one of his close friends like a, not so a tell everybody friend. what you're what you're referring oh. to first well 
it's it happened a couple days ago but alec baldwin um shot somebody with what was supposed to be a prop gun and i think they died yes she did die and that gun was cleared i read a story today by one of the people so they they gave him a cold gun they said they told him it was cold when they handed it to so, him. i mean obviously there's things are yeah there's there's going to be investigations and everything and i haven't actually read anything because i haven't um you've know, been able to well not i just haven't gone and looked but my sister or i think i heard the headline and then um have just been seeing snippets here and there of information so i have like, what the fuck um poor i mean poor alex baldwin like what i don't understand yeah i don't i don't know either and it's such an unfortunate like and the 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 person who lost her life i mean again i don't even know what show it was on or what they were you know what he was supporting what they were working on but yeah i don't either his sister on here she needs to jump on text her the link she was on here is she is she still on here no she probably went for her siesta oh (laughs) yes because she's very very and i don't have my computer on me to look and i can't think if i leave i might leave i don't know yeah fucking phone stupid thing works with it um yeah i haven't read too much about it i just saw the headlines about it they're still investigating it from what i understand but i did read a headline today that said that something like uh when he was handed the gun he was told that it was cold but i will tell everybody this this is why it's important to make sure yourself that the um firearm that you are handling whether it's a prop gun or a regular gun or whatever, is definitely not loaded. You should look at that yourself. You should, first rule of firearms is to make sure that you know what's going on with your fucking firearm that you have in your hand. Mm-hmm. So, so make sure it's not loaded. Make sure it's actually, like if somebody says this is cold or whatever the terminology is that they use, um, then you should make sure yourself that it is. It's sad that a, a young woman lost her life because of that. And uh, yeah, condolences. Um, condolences to Snoop Dogg's family too. They lost their matriarch um, today. Yeah, very sad. And now we have to figure out how to pick this show back up. So, so we talked about. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> very sad situations. Um, uh, on another, you, there's a bomb cyclone that's supposed to like that's sweeping through California right now and dropping. Oh, is that that and... um, Sky River or whatever? <laughs> yeah, and then I guess it's supposed to. I, mean, I don't know if it's sweeping over this way or if we're gonna get affected. I, I don't think. I don't think you'll get affected. I want to but... say because I was watching that. Well, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it. Um, I fell asleep because I was in a lot of pain yesterday, um, and I just needed to rub salve on it and sleep it off. But I started watching the football game yesterday, uh, 49ers versus the Colts. Spoiler alert, 
we lost. Okay. So no, when I was left, they were still winning. Yeah, That's they were winning when I fell asleep. Uh, but they were on their way to losing when I fell asleep because they kept letting shit happen. So it's fine. Uh, win, win, lose, or tie. I'm a niner till I die. So it's fine. Um, but I fell asleep. But when I when I was first watching it, they were talking about the weather. There's some weird weather, and it was basically like there was like a a body of water basically in the sky that was letting itself go. I, I don't know. It was weird how she explained it, but um, it looked like something I didn't want to be a part of. So, yeah, but I mean the rain that was coming down i was like i can't believe they played it what the other day they shut the game down for an hour because of weather like that wasn't bad enough weather to stop the game i don't know the answer to your question because again i fell asleep oh as far as i understand it they finished the game i don't know if they finished it in a timely manner but they did finish the game and san francisco lost woot I follow this page um, just to kind of keep up with what's going on a little bit. And also, uh, there's there's a guy on one of the pages that streams, that live streams the games. So if I can't get it on TV, I can always go there. And they always complain about one player, and it is the quarterback, every single time we lose a game. <laughs> and I'm like... Y'all know he's not the only one playing. I'm just saying. But I didn't watch the game, and I don't know how he fucked up or didn't fuck up this time around, so I can't go defend anything. And it's I was fine. Only, yeah. I was watching it while I was eating dinner. Um, I just, I mean, and when I say watching, I, I'm commenting on the rain. And the, the white moral uniform. support is very um, important to me, and I appreciate it. And I was like, they were winning. And when I, you know, I was like, woohoo. And, um, and then I ate my food and left and, and I did not. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You don't need to be as disappointed as the actual fans are. But the, 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 but like, seriously, the rain, I was like, whoa. And then too. Yeah. Didn't um, it it show the the maps are wearing white uniforms. So they were practically see-through like, yeah, (laughs) the map showed this like literal, literal V of just water above the state <laughs> and moving forward like moving up north yeah, yeah. so it was interesting it was, uh, um yeah illinois got some tornadoes yesterday and did, did anyone in missouri uh, get affected by the weather um when i was watching the news there know, was missouri. Tornadoes, tornadoes going down through Perryville. this is, uh, I think is like southern illinois right <laughs> Just in case we've uh, confused you again, this is the Cannabis Closet Podcast. Today we're talking about the weather. Today we're talking about whatever crosses our mind. Whatever uh, we feel like it. This mindless um, Monday of uh, headlines. And Yeah. Wow. Halloween candy. That's not going to be in your kid's Halloween bag. Sorry, you got to go buy it yourself. Um, or wait for wait for us to have access to our millions and maybe maybe we'll do like adult trick or treating party yeah party <laughs> oh, stop it lady y'all do have some crazy storms out there i do want to say uh 
I do want to wrap this up with like a, a little touch of, I don't have a headline in front of me about it, but I do have a, a little um, picture about it. Let me find it. It's about Missouri. Missouri, what, what's happening out there? There are now four grows in Missouri that have either been rumored or are actually selling uh, dispensaries moldy cannabis. I'm talking physical mold uh, or uh, botrytis that can be seen without magnification. Be careful out there. Um, These are state-issued license holders. These are people that have a a license and are charging you top dollar. What's happening out there, basically? That's the sentiment of everybody. Um, Yeah, it's not good. Uh, They're trying to hide it, too. I'm sure of that. Beware, make sure that everything's being tested um, before it hits the shelf and maybe get a caregiver because they don't test, but they tend to, um, they tend, they tend to have better pricing and they will tell you what they're putting in their product. There'll be a one-on-one kind of relationship with you so that you know what they're doing. You can you can examine everything yourself um, or you should be able to with a transparent caregiver. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you might, or grow your own cause you can in um, Missouri. So um, consider it. Uh, there are some home cultivation classes that we could definitely recommend to you out there. Um also black owned businesses. So always going to, um, do that recommend first, uh, because that's where your money should be going. Those are the communities that are most affected by the war on drugs. Uh, which one, uh, this is not an article. I found it on, um, love's page. If you follow her, I don't know if you do or not. Um, but I can share you the picture that I saw. It's just like a, a clip, but I will tell you, oh, I let's talk. Um, we'll, we'll chat on discord. Um, I'll tell you who else told me about that. I feel like there was a headline about there was, I have to say that there there has to have was a headline and we, did we read it on Wednesday? I don't know if we did or not, but I know that we talked, I know that the person that I definitely talked to a person about it briefly uh, when I found out about it initially. Um, so I feel like it's something we may have talked about a little bit. Right. Uh, um, be careful, Missouri. I don't know what the fuck, uh, but we don't, the purpose is to heal, not to harm. So uh, I don't know what the, f- that is crazy to me. You should not get anything that has mold in it um, from your dispensary at all. That should be tested and verified product. Absolutely. And if you do, you should report it uh, to the, um, I'm not telling y'all to be snitches or nothing, but also this is a danger to the public. And if you get moldy cannabis, you should report it not only to the dispensary, but I would report it um, to the health department 
because yeah, I any, mean, it's a responsibility. I mean, to let yeah. the dispensary know. So then, because the dispensary, they whether they're growing it themselves or whether they're bringing in the wholesale, you right. know, they need to again take that along. And that's why we have this whole batch number seed to sale yes. tracking capability is to have um, again this capability to say we need to take a look at this product if it is not um, on the up and up. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble, but I also don't want to smoke moldy cannabis and then get sick from that because that will, that could kill somebody. Um, And I don't want any part of that. And there are some um, bad actors out there that don't care what they're selling to people. Um, And if you report just to them, then they might say, okay, and just throw it away and not even try to right or just say thanks and and not care yeah um and then sell it to another person that might smoke it because they don't know that it's not supposed to look like that because they're not consumers on a regular basis or this is something new and fresh to them it can be very dangerous um and you you would say oh you what do you mean somebody doesn't know what mold looks like but like literally a brand new person to this might think it's supposed to look that way. They might not know. And then, and then what, you know? So, um, and then, so some of these people, like I said, are bad actors. They're, they don't care about the product. They are, they're working with, um, with um, testing facilities that are kind of fudging the numbers a little bit sometimes to, make sure that they still get paid and they still have a client, you know, and they don't want to lose clients. So they want the numbers to be good. It's a Uh, whole thing. And so they all need to be regulated on some level. Right. Um, You know, I'm on the, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm on both parts of that. I think that regulation is necessary, but also don't think over regulation is necessary. So there has to be like a, a nice medium, but we do need to have these products tested because this could kill somebody. And this is, and that's, we don't want, we don't want that on our cannabis face. It's also why we need, um, you know, testing facilities available to our caregivers at a at, at an affordable cost, you yes. know, and yes. uh, and without a bunch of you know regulation. Not that you know, like when I say not a bunch of regulation over it, being that like just because we're testing doesn't mean we're like now we're like oh the caregivers have to do this and the caregivers have to do that and the caregivers have to do this and now they have to build that now they have to do it you know like yeah. i don't we don't need all that we just need a safe space to take our cannabis to get tested right right exactly that's exactly what we need there are at home testing kits but most of those are for testing the compounds and such. Um, and, and what we need is an affordable way for caregivers to be able to test for contaminants. So keep our patients safe. Um, and that's, and that's on a Monday. (laughs) So let me light this up. Uh, also, I think that's all we had to talk about today. Really? I, yeah, I have, I don't have any headlines. Um, Marla sent me something, um, but I, I can't, I can't look at my phone and look at this at the same time. So um, uh, she did send me a little thing about, we kind of touched on this last week, uh, just, just a hair. We touched on this last week, but it was, uh, that the Colorado cultivators grew 24% more cannabis in 2020 than in previous years. We kind of touched on that a little bit, <clears throat> okay. uh, 24% increase from 
2019, 1.8 million pounds of cannabis was grown in Colorado last year. So. Yay, team. Uh, more than 72% of the total cannabis produced went into the state adult use market. So patients didn't see a whole, whole lot of that. But, uh, you know, I do, I worry about our patient program. I do. I do. I do. And that's, I mean, I feel like um, that's where, you know, again, our meet and greets and talk when we talk about getting together and, and being social and, and uh, you know, that's why we started this podcast is to talk about this. And, um, you know, now I, I would like to be in the communities and reminding them like, hey guys, um, like just recently Hayden opened up, uh, you know, opened up their city to adult use uh, facilities and grows. And, um, <clears throat> and that's great for them. But previously, you know, they wouldn't open for medical. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but patients are still pretty strong here in this area. I feel like uh, the couple dispensaries still support it very heavily. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Have, you know, one or two medical dispensaries in each city that we're in. And that's not enough. It's not enough. And then that means that there's less <clears throat> manufacturers because and vendors because there's less dispensaries to distribute. So why would they pr- keep producing? You know, their distribution is small unless they can get to further, you know, further out. Like we don't get the uh-oh. When I lost her. Did we lose you? She's coming back. Mm. We don't have you, babe. Yeah, we lost... Maybe she'll be back in a second. But everything she's was saying was exactly true. Um, this industry, of course, is, you know, a moneymaker. So people are going to see the benefit, the monetary benefit on the adult use market. But don't forget that people shopping on the adult use market are also shopping um, to medicate. So... Um, you know, keep that in mind, especially if you're working in the business and you're having these conversations with these individuals. Uh, I don't know. We'll wait for a few more minutes or a few to see if she'll come back. We did miss, um, 420 on the West coast. Sorry about that, you guys. Um, but she might not be able to come back. She might've lost her, um, charge or her signal or something. So I guess I'll wrap it up. It's okay. Uh, um, I want you guys to have a wonderful evening. We will see you back here on Wednesday for our work Wednesday. As always, be nice to yourselves. Make sure you put on your mask before you assist others. Cultivate love and stay lifted. And we will see you on Wednesday, 420 Mountain Standard Time, every Monday and Wednesday, y'all. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us.